The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball. And he drills that. Deep to right center, center fielder, late break. It's into the pines. A two-run home run. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Now, for all the action, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Baseball fans, once again, welcome inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the Brigham Young University campus in Provo, Utah, for the middle game of a three-game set between the BYU Cougars and the Pepperdine Waves. Both teams playing their final two games of the 2023 campaign. Both teams have been eliminated from West Coast Conference tournament contention. The Cougars took care of business in winning the series opener last night, but the Cougs also needed Santa Clara to lose last night, and the Broncos broke BYU's heart with a four-inning rally in the bottom of the ninth to walk off Gonzaga and clinch the sixth and final WCC tournament berth. The best BYU can do now is tie St. Mary's for sixth or tie both St. Mary's and Gonzaga for fifth. And by virtue of the Gales and Zags series wins over BYU, the Cougs would lose any tie break. So even with a series sweep this weekend, BYU will not play postseason baseball. The Cougs season ends tomorrow. My name is Greg Grubel. I've got your play-by-play tonight. And with our first pitch just ahead, let's get right into our leadoff interview with BYU head coach Trent Pratt, presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And as for tonight, Coach Pratt talks about his team playing for pride and another WCC series win to end the season. I was doing. I know, like, it didn't go our way as far as, you know, the Gonzaga-Santa Clara game, but the lights are going to come on tonight and the score is going to be on, so we're going to play to win. You did what you could do last night, and then you had to wait for the result. How did you follow the ending of that Gonzaga-Santa Clara game last night? Uh, we were watching it in here, then I had to take my kids home, so I would just follow on my phone, and it stinks when you don't have control over things. Um, and, you know, we're, we put ourselves in that situation, and, and so it stinks when you, you watch a game and don't have any control over it. And so, um, But it is what it is, And but we're going to show up tonight and play hard and, and lay, it all, lay it all on the field today. You're one of the few teams in the West Coast Conference that beat every team you faced at least once. I mean, there was no one that got you on a weekend. It's just when those wins came and how many. But uh, you proved that you could play with everybody in this conference. Yeah, I think the league had a lot of parity this year. And I think in a lot of those games we had leads and didn't hold on to them and, and things happened. But I think every 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 team can go back and look, oh, man, remember this game, remember that game. And, and it doesn't really matter. Man, it, it stinks that we don't get a chance to play in the postseason now. But, man, we still got two games left. And... For these seniors, we're going to go out there and, and, and play hard and, and do the best we can. And a chance for a winning record in the league as well. If you win these last two games, you finish above 500 in conference. That's, that, that's significant, too. Yeah, we're always playing for something. We definitely want to win these two games and, and end the season on a high note. What do you want to see uh, from your guys, both when you talk with them on the field before the game and then in the game itself here? I'm just at the ready to play. I know they're probably all a little disappointed, like like the coaching staff is. We all feel that. It kind of stinks to, hey, feel like, hey, we're not, we can't get in the tournament now. But we're still playing. Like I said, the scoreboard's going to be honest. Whenever the scoreboard's on, that we respect this game and we respect the school and each other that we're going to we're going to play hard and and, and win. Uh, pitching matchup: Robison and Llewellynton. Llewellyn's been there for a long time. Struggled a little bit this year, but I mean, he can beat anyone in, on it, any given day. And like Bryce, it hasn't been, you know, Bryce's best year. I think he, he would agree with that. And but we've seen Bryce man go throughout like five or six shut innings, and so we're going to go battle against Llewellyn, and, and Bryce is going to keep us in the game. All right, Coach. Hope you have a good one tonight. We'll talk to you post game. Good. Thanks, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Trent Pratt. Time now for tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. The visiting Pepperdine Waves will lead off the left fielder number four, Grant Shane. Shane the DH last night. Hitting second, second baseman number 15, Ryan Johnson. Hitting third, shortstop number six, John Peck. Hitting cleanup, the first baseman number 35, Lincoln Ariana. Hitting fifth, catcher Quint Landis. Hitting sixth, DH number 10, Jack Basir. 
Hitting seventh, the center fielder, number 21, Connor Bradshaw. Hitting eighth, the right fielder, number 27, Luke Pemberton. And hitting ninth, the third baseman, number one, Jack Goodman. A change, a late scratch is Brandon Llewellyn as the starting pitcher for Pepperdine. We talked about him a moment ago with Coach Trent Pratt. It'll be Bobby Christie getting the start in place of Brandon Llewellyn. We'll see Christie momentarily. Meantime, we're about to get this one underway. We'll get you BYU's batting order in a moment. We'll tell you that BYU's starting pitcher is number 19, Bryce Robison. And the right-hander is ready to kick and fire and get this one underway, delivering to Grant Shane. And the first pitch Shane sees, he fouls back to the screen. And Roby opens up 0-1 against Grant Shane. BYU and Pepperdine, game two of three. Cougars play for the series win with a victory tonight. Hoped for their first series sweep of the season. They haven't had one yet in league. Cougars have neither swept nor been swept. The 0-1. And that's laced but foul down the right field line. So Roby gets ahead 0-2 on Grant Shane. BYU's batting order. Leading off shortstop number 5, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting second. Second baseman number 11, Luke Anderson. Hitting third. Third baseman number 25, Austin Devin. Hitting cleanup. Center fielder number 22, Cole Gamble. Hitting fifth. Right fielder number 27, Ryan Sapiti. That's 1 through 5. 6 through 9 coming up. The 0-2. And that's check swing up top. 1 and 2. Hitting sixth, left fielder number seven, Cooper Vest. Hitting seventh, first baseman number 35, Jacob Wilk. Hitting eighth, the DH number six, Dawson Hall. And hitting ninth, the catcher number 40, Parker Goff. Those are your big O tires starting lineups. That's in the dirt. The count goes from 0-2 to 2-2. Two two. Bryce Robison, 6-3 with a 6.63 ERA. Second on the team in innings pitched, 73 in the third. And making his team leading 14th start of the season tonight, the 2-2. And that'll be blooped into short left field. So Grant Shane, who led off last night's game with a double and came around to score, lead off, leads off tonight's game with a single to left. And he's aboard for Ryan Johnson. Grant Shane last night, one for four. Two runs as the DH. Tonight he's the left fielder. He's at first base with a leadoff single. Bryce Robinson, who has an excellent pickoff move, chucks it over to first, and checking back is Shane. He'll do it again. Jacob Wilk banning the bag at first. Luke Anderson at second. Ozzie Pratt at short. Austin Deming at third. Roby on the hill. Parker Goff behind the plate. Empty count to Ryan Johnson. And Johnson will chop that foul down the third baseline. Count goes to 0-1. Left field defensively. BYU with Vest, Cole Gamble, and Sapiti left to right. Brandon Llewellyn, late scratch. Starting pitcher change for the Waves, coming right before the game as Bobby Christie gets the nod. So a pair of jersey number 19s going head-to-head tonight, Bryce Robison and Bobby Christie. The 0-1, and again, and nearly getting him that time. A swipe on the back of Grant Sheen, who dives back head first, and so Roby's liking his pickoff chances early. He'll come plateward this time and get a called strike. Fastball inside part of the frame at 88. So Roby gets ahead 0-2 on the first two batters he faces tonight. It was a two-strike single, though, from Grant Shane a moment ago to put the Waves' lead runner aboard. Shane on first, and the right-hander Roby working on the first base side of the rubber. Toes it, kicks, and fires, and that'll be grounded to Austin Deming at third. Makes a slide, a snag, a throw to second for one. They won't get the first, so a fielder's choice in and out. As it's Deming to Luke Anderson at second. A 5-4 ground out. 5-4 fielder's choice as Shane is retired on the force at second. So the 5-4 getting Shane and reaching on the 5-4 fielder's choice is Ryan Johnson. John Peck will now bat. Right-handed bat of John Peck. Shane batting lefty. Johnson and Peck righty. That's an off-speed breaker. It drops low for ball one. You can hear the wind in our crowd mic tonight. Very pleasant evening, but a little breezy. Fastball missing away. Count one and one. First pitch temperature in Provo, 75 degrees. And that wind right now at six miles per hour feels a little bit North of that, on a wind coming out of the north. But a beautiful evening for ball here on this final weekend of the regular season and the season. There will be no WCC tournament for BYU this year, and that misses outside. So three balls, no strikes to John Peck, who last night went 0 for 4. 
but he scored a run in remarkable fashion. It was one of two what Coach Trent Pratt called Little League inside the park home runs. And that's a four-pitch walk of John Peck. John Peck last night hit a ball in the right field that Ryan Sapiti caught and then dropped and then booted the ball to left field. By the time he tracked it down on the high relay throw came in, Peck had come all, come all the way around to score without a hit officially. It was an error on the right fielder on the play, and Peck scored. He takes his base, by the way, first and second with one out. And Lincoln Ariana now batting, and he takes a called strike one. Fastball bites the bottom part of the frame at 90 miles per hour. 0-1 to Ariana. So Ryan Johnson on second. And Lincoln and John Peck on first after a base on balls. Lincoln Ariana, the first baseman, takes a called strike, followed by a ball. 1-1 one and one to the first baseman, Ariana. Last night, good night. 2-3, for 3-3 three, three RBI. What's interesting about that, as we get ready for the 1-1 pitch to Ariana. Took the barrel off the shoulder, but held back two balls and a strike. What's interesting about his three RBI night last night is he had one RBI in his previous nine games coming into last night. And it had been a, it had been a month since his last multi-hit game. And he went two for three last night. And he has a base hit on a two-hopper to right field. Coming around third is Johnson. The throw comes home and just a little late. The swipe tag applied by Parker Goff on the back of Ryan Johnson, who scores run number one. And going to third on the play is John Peck. So now first and third. Runners on the corners on a run-scoring single from Lincoln Ariana. So Ariana in an RBI drought coming into this series has four RBI in two games. It's a run-scoring single to right. And the Waves, and they did last night, open tonight's game with runs in the first inning. The Waves scored two in the first last night. BYU answered with six in the bottom of the inning. Breaking ball. Curb in for strike one. Yeah, last night's game was 6-2 after one. Waves break on top. one nothing here. Runners on the corners for Quint Landis, who fouls that off his foot as it rolls into the infield. No balls, two strikes. So Roby gets ahead 0-2 again. So the first four batters Roby faces, a single, a fielder's choice, a walk, and a single. You add them up, you get one nothing waves and runners on the corners for Quint Landis. Landis, the catcher, hitting right-handed. One for three last night with a run scored. Left two on. He has two on now. He's hitting 250 with runners in scoring position. He has one at third base and a wave and a strikeout. And out number two as chasing a down and outside pitch was Quint Landis. So a forward K. Roby's first strikeout of the day. And two gone for the Waves here in the top of the first. Bryce Robison with a 1.36 strikeout-to-walk ratio coming in. Pepperdine starter has a strikeout-to-walk ratio under one. Only 0.54 is the K-to-walk ratio for Bobby Christie as Roby delivers low. And doesn't get the call. Ball one. Nice fastball. Lower part of the frame, but... Not enough of the zone for home plate umpire tonight. Swing and a miss, even to count at one and one. Home plate umpire Garrett Wilson. Heath Jones at first, Chuck Stewart at second, Neil Turner at third. The 1 1. And that's curveball foul down the third baseline to the BYU dugout area. One and two, Roby gets ahead. So one ball, two strikes, two out, two on. Top one, one nothing waves. Pepperdine when scoring in the first inning as a losing record on the year. Eight and ten after last night. The one, two. That's grounded again, foul. Down the third baseline. Third base coach Danny Wirth handles and tosses into the BYU dugout. And when scoring first, as the Waves did last night, they have a winning record but barely at 12-10. Loss number 10 came last night. And that'll be a high chopper to Austin Deming. Handles it third and over to first to get him. And get the Cougs out of the first inning. A fine throw by Deming after waiting for that high chopper to settle into his glove at the hot corner. So it'll be a 5-3 ground out. And BYU's out of the first. Pepperdine scores one run on two hits. There were no errors and two were left on. We go bottom one, one nothing waves on the new skip. BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Back at Miller Park in Provo. 
Pepperdine one, BYU no score. Bottom one, Pratt, Anderson, Deming do up for BYU. Cooks coming in two tonight, 23 and 27. The Waves 18 and 29 in league. BYU 12 and 13. The Waves 7 and 18. Both teams out of WCC tournament contention. Bobby Christie delivers a first pitch base hit to Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie Pratt through the 3-4 hole, and that extends Ozzie Pratt's hit streak to 16 games and his reach base streak to 23. So a leadoff single for Ozzie. Grant Shane led off the Waves first with a single, and Ozzie Pratt does the same as a leadoff batter for BYU in the bottom of the first. Luke Anderson, a six-game streak of reaching base, will now bat. Luke hitting 291 on the year. Hitting 338 with runners, and he's got a runner at first in Ozzie Pratt. Bobby Christie, a late starter name with a scratch of Brandon Llewellyn. Bobby Christie, a high whip, a low strikeout to walk ratio. So a uh, spot starter getting his seventh start of the year. A 1 0 record, a 6.25 ERA, has pitched 40 and a third innings coming into tonight. Right-hander, his long outing, just five innings, so more of a midweek profile for Christie. Kicks and fires outside. One ball, one strike to Luke Anderson. You may be hearing us on 107.9 FM right now, but we've had a delay in our app broadcast tonight. So you can't be listening to us on the app yet. Otherwise, I would tell you to hang tight. But if you're listening on FM, we'll say that we'll be on the app shortly. The 1-1 to Anderson. Check over at first. Ozzie Pratt diving back safely. Ozzie, 4 of 8 on a stolen base tries on the year. BYU doesn't steal a lot of bases. Uh, 16 on the year, 16 for 27. Very few teams steal fewer bases than BYU. The 1 1. That'll be down and away. Two balls and a strike. To BYU's left uh, second baseman, Luke Anderson. The 2 1. That's a breaking ball, drops in nicely for strike two. Curveball thrown by Bobby Christie, evens the count. Ozzie Pratt takes his first base lead in a 1-0 ball game. Waves up, they'll throw back to first again. And a swipe down on Ozzie, and he gets back safely. So there are 295 teams ranked, and BYU's now dead last nationally in stolen bases. Swing and a miss, and Luke Anderson down on strikes. So one gone for BYU here in the bottom of the first. Ozzie Pratt holding on second. Both pitchers a single strikeout on the night. Yeah, BYU last nationally in stolen bases and stolen bases per game. Austin Deming now batting. Austin has reached base in seven consecutive games. That'll be missing just outside. One ball, no strikes. Before tonight's game, the 1988 WAC Championship BYU baseball team was honored. Coaches Gary Pullins and Bobby Knoll in the park for that. Coach Pullins has his picture and name on the outfield wall here at Miller Park. He and Glenn Tuckett so honored on the outfield wall. The two legendary BYU baseball coaches and Coach Pullen's 1988 team on top of the BYU dugout tonight pregame for their honors. The 1-1 check over at first again. Austin Deming hitting 408 leading BYU in batting average slugging percentage, on base percentage, RBIs, home runs, total bases, you name it. Austin's the man. The 1-1 to Deming. From Bobby Christie, kicks and fires, and that'll be just missing. Nice pitch, bottom of the zone, but not good enough for home plate umpire Garrett Wilson. Two balls and a strike.
2 on the count, one out, one on. Breaking ball missing low. Three balls and a strike to Deming. Austin last night, two for four with three runs and two RBI, including an inside the park home run on a looper to short center that the center fielder didn't see because of the sun, and it rolled all the way to the wall. And Austin came all the way around to score, waved home by Brent Herring at third. The 3-1, and that's Lace to base hit. One hopper to left field will set the Cougars up first and second with one out. So Austin Deming has now reached base in eight consecutive games and has his third hit of the series. He's now three for five in the series. Ozzie Pratt goes to second, and Austin Deming at first now. A one-out single for Deming. Cougs have two hits in the inning. And Cole Gamble, who had the deciding blow in last night's 13-7 win over the Waves, an eighth-inning grand slam and a five-inning eighth for BYU as the Cougs took the series opener. Cole Gamble. Left-handed bat facing the right-handed throwing Bobby Christie. Takes the barrel off the shoulder but holds back for ball one. Players from that 1988 team who are here tonight, John Bettina, Burt Call, Paul Clough, Gary Daniels, Brad Eager, Darren Kratzel, John Sinclair, Jeff Strong, and Ed Zinter, along with coaches Pullins and Noel, as mentioned. There were other members of that team, and all were named, but not all are here in the building tonight, but a lot of them are. John Sinclair was the MVP of the WAC tournament that year. Multiple players with multiple honors on that 88 squad. Good to have them in the building tonight. Two balls, no strikes meantime, two Cole Gamble. Runners on first and second. Pratt on second, Deming on first, and Cole will... Foul that back to the screen. Two balls and a strike to the Cougars center fielder Cole Gamble. Last night, one for four. Two runs and four RBI coming on that grand slam. He's BYU's runs leader by ten runs over second place. And he's got a five-game streak going of reaching base. Cole Gamble in a 2-1 count with one out and two on here in the bottom of the first. BYU down 1-0. And a called strike fastball on the outside edge. took something off that. More of a change velocity than fastball for Christie. Christie, a three-pitch mix. Fastball slider change. And then a swing and a miss as Cole got out in front of that off-speed offering. So two outs for BYU. Cole is down on strike. Second strikeout of the inning for Bobby Christie. Struck out Anderson and struck out Gamble. Pratt singling before Anderson and Deming singling before Gamble. So two singles, two Ks, and Ryan Sapedi, the number five hitter in the order. The right fielder Sapedi now steps in on an eight-game hit streak. Second to Ozzie Pratt's 16-game hit streak. Two gone, two on. Off-speed missing down and away. Bobby Christie, the right-hander. Not a ton of velo. Fastball tops out around 86 is all. Fastball 84 to 86. Slider mid-70s in the change. High 70s, low 80s. And a foul tip strike. On a fastball from Christie. One and one to Sapiti. Ryan hitting 319 on the year. That number dips to 246 with runners in scoring position. And he's got a runner in scoring position in Ozzie Pratt at second base. A healthy hack and swings through strike two. Change up from Christie. Pepperdine in camo caps with blue bills. Navy jerseys and gray pants tonight. BYU in the all whites with navy pins, navy caps for BYU. The one two. That'll be a slow grounder. Hard charge from the third baseman gathers and fires, and that'll do it. Nice play. Goodman over to Ariana on the 5-3. And the Cougs don't score, but get two aboard in the bottom of the first for BYU. No runs on two hits, no errors, two left on. We go top two, waves one, BYU zero on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the second. And Connor Bradshaw flies out to Cole Gamble to open the second. BYU baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. 
And those who are with us on the BYU Radio app, we can now say good evening and welcome to Miller Park as we are now app streaming as well. For BYU and Pepperdine, the Waves scored one in the first. BYU blanked in the bottom of the inning, and now we are top two, one nothing Waves, and one gone for Luke Pemberton. Pemberton facing Bryce Robison, who delivers a called strike fastball. Heart of the zone at 89 for strike one. Pemberton last night one for four with a couple of strikeouts. He's one for his last 11. Dating back three games, the 0-1 goes to 0-2. Waving through the off-speed offering from Bryce Robison. No balls, two strikes from Roby to Pemberton, the right fielder. Jack Goodman did not play last night, is on deck. Third baseman made a nice play to end the first inning. Another strikeout for Bryce Robison on the 1-2 count, the 0-2 count. Three straight pitches, three straight strikes, and Pemberton down. So two quickly gone for the Waves here in the top of the second. And Jack Goodman getting his 15th start at third base. Steps into the box, batting 189 on the year. And he's been at or below the Mendoza line for two and a half months. He's been at or below 200 since March 11th. He's at 189 coming in two tonight. And hitting... Somewhat predictably out of the nine hole, and he's quickly down 0-2. Roby's getting ahead 0-2 pretty frequently. His strike percentage around 70% nearly going. That's in the dirt away. Goes to one and two. Top of the order on deck and Grant Shane. Shane led off the game with a single. The 1-2 goes to 2-2. Two two. So Roby gets ahead, and then it's even up. First inning, Ryan Johnson scoring on a Lincoln-Ariana RBI single. The only run scored so far. The 2-2. Two two. That'll be a ground to Luke Anderson. Collects and fires over to Jacob Wilk for the 4-3 ground out. So we go to the bottom of the second. Pepperdine, 1-2-3. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. one nothing Waves. Bottom two next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Back here at Miller Park, Cooper Vest leading off the BYU second. Pepperdine one, BYU no score. The Waves one run on two hits. BYU no runs on two hits. Bobby Christie facing Cooper Vest, righty on the hill, lefty in the box. Ozzie Pratt, a lefty bat. Cole Gamble batting lefty and Cooper Vest, along with Dawson Hall, the left-handed bats for Trent Pratt. 1-0 1-0 goes to 1-1 one and one on a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike, and that's hammered but foul. Down the right field line, 1-2 and two to Cooper Vest. Coop hitting 341 with a 566 slug rate when he's the leadoff batter. He's hitting 448, and he leads off the second. He's on an eight-game hit streak coming into tonight. And you can make that nine games. Into the right field corner. Throw comes in, and will be just a little late. Coop slides in with a leadoff double here in the second inning. So in both the first and second innings, Cooks put the lead batter aboard. In the first, it was Ozzie Pratt with a single. He ended up being stranded. Cooper Vest with a double here. In the second inning. Coop second on the team in doubles. Just hit his 16th of the year. Second to Austin Deming's 22 two-baggers. Jacob Wilk now. Two-run home run in the first inning last night. Bats with a man aboard here in the second. Nearly clipped him and it got him. Yep. I think it, well, yeah, they better give him the base, and they do. So that came up high on Jacob Wilk. Must have hit him on the wrist or forearm. And so it's a double followed by an HBP. And Jacob is aboard for Dawson Hall. First and second now for Hall. No one out here in the second inning. BYU threatening to tie or take a lead. Pepperdine one, BYU no score. Bottom two. Cooks playing their penultimate game of the year. Season finale tomorrow, 1 o'clock here at Miller Park. Big crowd on hand tonight. A lot of fans in the temporary bleachers down the first baseline. 
Pitch well outside and popping up to throw, but no one taking off. This catcher Quint Landis holding it second is Vast, holding it first is Wilk. Vast a leadoff double. Wilk was plunked, and now the left-handed hitting Dawson Hall bats with two aboard and a runner in scoring position, 1-0. A back pick at second, and diving back safely is Cooper Vest. Dawson Hall, 7 for 15 on the year. That equates to a 467 average. And he has seven runs to go with his seven hits. He comes into tonight on a modest three-game hit streak, but only started playing regularly late in the year. The 0-1-0, and that's bunted just foul down the third baseline. Slow roller. Dawson playing in his sixth consecutive game late in the season. BYU playing for a seventh consecutive win over the Waves. BYU has won six in a row and 11 of the last 15 against Pepperdine. In WCC play, BYU has a 17-16 series advantage. And here in Provo, the Cougs are healthy 11-5 in WCC contests against the Waves. Pepperdine coming in two tonight on a four-game losing streak. They were swept at home by the LMU Lions last weekend. Lost a series opener to BYU last night. LMU, by the way, clinching an outright WCC title with a win over Pacific last night. The 1-1. Dawson squares and pulls back on ball two. So 2-1 to Dawson. Parker Goff is on deck. Cooper Vest on second. Jacob Wilk on first. Vest leading off the second with a double to the right field corner. And then Jacob Wilk was hit by a pitch. The 1-2. Again, a back pick at second. And diving back again is Cooper Vest. Covering his shortstop, John Peck. Bobby Christie's on the hill. High pitch count, 79 is all. So not a, not a traditional weekend starter. And he was, again, a late replacement for projected starter Brandon Llewellyn tonight. The 1-2. In on the knees. Two balls, two strikes. Dawson hitting 500 with runners on, 500 with runners in scoring position. Again, not a ton of at-bats in those scenarios, but those are his numbers. Four for eight with runners on. And three for six, runners in scoring position. Count goes to three and two, the ball in tight. Full count. No one out still here in the bottom of the second inning. BYU trailing Pepperdine by a score of 1-0. BYU's record when the opponent scores first. Get that to you after the 3-2. Foul tip not caught. We'll stay 3-2. When the opponent scores first, BYU's 9-17 on the year. But that ninth win came last night. The Waves scored first. With two in the first last night, BYU took a 6-2 lead and never looked back, winning at 13-7. And grounded foul to the Pepperdine dugout facing. Pepperdine's dugout to my right and BYU's dugout to my left on this sunshiny mid-70-degree Friday night. This is when it gets tough to both hit and be an outfielder. As the ball's coming from sunshine to shadow, and the only batter's eye is is the tree clump in the outfield, and that's a swing and a miss from Dawson Hall. Foul tip caught, and one gone for BYU. So Dawson Hall down on strikes. It's a, it's a natural batter's eye. A number of pines in straightaway center field, but when you're in the shadow and the sun is still shining, it's more reflective than it is dark, and so it's tough to pick up the ball against the trees as it comes from sunshine to shadow. And then if you're playing in center field, the sun's just dipping behind the press box roofing, and it can play havoc with outfielders, and it did last night on a couple of occasions and for extra bases and runs last night. So it's a very difficult time of the night once you get to around 6.30 to 7.30 here at Miller Park. We're at 6.38 p.m. right now. One ball, no strikes to Dawson, uh, to Parker Goff, Hall down on strikes. Check back at second again. 
Cooper Vest on second. Jacob Wilk on first. One gone for Parker Goff, the nine-hole hitter. Parker hitting 320 on the year. Ozzie Pratt's on deck. Top of the order for BYU. One ball, no strikes from Christie to Goff. And that is just out. That's outside, but a called strike. It looked to be off the frame. Home plate umpire Garrett Wilson liked the pitch and called strike. One ball, one strike, one out, two on. Bottom two, one run ball game. Pepperdine one, BYU zero. Cougars scoreless on three hits. Christie winds and deals, and that'll be in the dirt. Two balls and a strike. Christie's thrown 36 pitches into his second inning of work. Parker Goff, right-handed hitter. One for three last night with a run on an RBI. 2-1. It's popped up. Catcher Landis will call for it and make the catch, and two gone. So the first two get aboard, and then a strikeout and a pop-up out of the eight and nine-hole hitters. It'll bring up Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie let off the game with a single that extended his hit streak to 16 games and his reach base streak to 23 games. Both season longs for BYU. Left-handed hitting Ozzie Pratt. Opposite field, but fouled out of play down the left field line. It'll land in the BYU bullpen. Ozzie Pratt out of Oxford, Mississippi. One of two Mississippi products on the roster. Colin Ruder, the other. Ruder out of Olive Branch. The 0-1. That's in the dirt. 1-1. One and one. Colin Ruder not playing due to injury this year. He'll be back with the Cougs next year. Showed very well as a freshman catcher last year. One ball, one strike. Two out, two on for Ozzie Pratt. Christie kicks and fires. And a check swing coming through is Ozzie for strike two. That was off speed at 74. And Ozzie couldn't hold up. Pepperdine 1, BYU 0. Bottom 2 here in Provo. Runner in scoring position for Pratt. Fastball fouled off home plate. One ball, two strikes. The count stays. That fastball at 86. That's around the top of his range. The velocity range of Bobby Christie, the right-hander. 6.25 ERA coming in two the night. And again, a pretty... Hefty whip of 1.74. Pepperdine as a team, a 6.200 ERA. Team sitting 281 against the Waves. Barrel off the shoulder, but holding back to even the count of 2-2 two and two, with two out and two on in the bottom of the second inning. BYU no runs on three hits. Waves one run on two hits. Neither team has a fielding error. BYU's committed 83 errors on the year to the opponent's 33 it's a plus 50 differential in errors. 2-2. And that'll be another base hit for Ozzy. A one-hopper to right field. Coming around third is Vest. And the throw home will be late. The Cougs tie the ball game. Ozzy Pratt, an RBI single to right field. First and second, two out. The Cougs square the game at one as Cooper Vest scores BYU's first run of the night. Ozzy Pratt, two for two with an RBI. Luke Anderson. Ozzy Pratt... Multiple hits now in six of his last nine games. And his hit streak now 16 games. No one's had a longer streak all year. RBI single for Ozzy, scoring Cooper Vest. Number 1-1, bottom two. Luke Anderson. Fouls one down the right field line. A one to Luke, who struck out swinging in the first inning. No balls on a strike, two out, two on. Luke hitting 362 with runners in scoring position. And Jacob Wilk is in scoring position in second base. Foul to the backstop. So Wilk on second, Pratt on first. 
Vest, who led the inning off with the doubles, come around to score. The 0-2 to BYU second baseman Luke Anderson. One for six in the series with a run scored and an RBI. That's in the dirt, ball one. Luke had five assists last night, already has one assist tonight. Ozzie Pratt, eight assists last night. The 1 2 to Luke. Two on for the Cougs in a tie ball game, 1 1. Christie glancing back at second, winds and fires. Grounder foul down the third baseline. Count stays 1 and 2. And the aforementioned Colin Reuter will chase that one down and recover. Colin's still working his way back from surgery. Won't be playing any summer ball as a result. Still in the rehab process. A number of Cougs will be playing in the summer leagues. Honing their skills for next year. The 1-2. Two out and two on. Christie throws a 55-footer. That's blocked well by the catcher, Quint Landis. Two balls, two strikes. The two gone and two on. On deck is Austin Deming. Deming singled in the first to extend his reach base streak to eight games and give him three hits and five at-bats in this series. Will he get to hit here in the second? Luke Anderson in a 2-2 count. Right-handed bat. Checks it as it's in the dirt low and away. So the count is full with two outs and two on. The runners will be on the move for Luke. Luke Anderson playing with an injured right hand and playing through injury the last month really stung it last night. In fact, I didn't know if he'd be able to answer the bell tonight, but he's out there. And that one gets away. Wild pitch on ball four. And so, regardless, it'll be runners first, second, and third loading the bases on the wild pitch, but not getting away enough to allow Wilk to go any farther than third base. So, Jacob Wilk on third. Ozzie Pratt on second, Luke Anderson reaching on a base on balls. Bases loaded for Austin Deming. BYU as a team. 303, 20 for 66 with the bases loaded. Austin Deming with the bases loaded is hitting 571 on the year. Four for seven. Austin Deming, a chance now to add to his team-leading categories. 59 RBI, 64 hits. And he's one for one tonight, three for five in the series. Jersey number 25. With any kind of drive, could put the Cougs on top in a one-run ball game. One-one ball game. Cougs one run on four hits. And that's low. And now we see activity in the Pepperdine bullpen. I looked immediately on that low ball, and there was no one there, but now they start jogging down to the bullpen to get active. Bobby Christie laboring here. Does get a called strike. Fastball at 84. Outside part of the frame. That's a liberal call there from Garrett Wilson. But a paint job for strike one. One ball, one strike, two out, and the base is loaded. BYU hitting better than 300 as a team with the sack stacked. That's high in the air, but short right field. Right fielder Pemberton waiting, waiting, and making the grab. That'll do it for BYU. Leave the bases loaded in the second. But one run scores on two hits. There were no errors, and three were left on. We go top three. 1-1 ball game on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Top of the third, and Grant Shane... Leadoff hitter in the batting order is the leadoff hitter here in the third inning. 1-1 ball game. Cougs and waves. Shane takes ball one from Bryce Robison. Takes ball two from Bryce Robison. Three quarters of the mound in shadow, but Bryce Bryce Robison's body is in sunshine. As he pitches from sunshine to shadow and pitches three straight balls to Grant Shane. Shane led off the game with a single. He was forced out on the 5-4 fielder's choice. 
And a called strike on an auto take. 88-mile-per-hour fastball from Roby inside. Three balls and a strike to Shane, the left fielder. The DH last night went one for four. Is one for one tonight. And two called strikes after a 3-0 opening. So Roby fills the count for Grant Shane. Shane with hits now in 11 of his last 14 games. And two for five in the series. Grounded it to Jacob Wilk. Bobbles, collects, and underhand scoops to the covering Bryce Robinson for the 3-1 ground out. Nice job of the always sure-handed Jacob Wilk. Hot shot to first and kind of let it ramp up his body and took it off the chest. Dropped it into his glove and found Bryce Robinson covering it first for out number one. Ryan Johnson now bats. He reached on a fielder's choice and scored the Waves' lone run of the game, and that is driven to the left field corner and not able to make the diving catch as Cooper Vest, so extra bases for Ryan Johnson. Vest recovers to collect and holds Johnson at second. So Johnson is now one for two and three for six in the series. Johnson, a one-out double, and that was striped into the left field corner. Ryan Johnson has now started all 48 games for the Waves. The RBI leader with 43 on the year. For this 18 and 29 Waves team. That'll be a grounder to short. Ozzie collects, makes the quick throw to first. Advancing on the play to third is Johnson. Two gone. John Peck with that ground out on the 6-3. Ozzie's first assist of the night after an eight assist evening last night. So a Grant Shane ground out. A Johnson one out double. And a John Peck ground out, putting a runner at third with two gone for Lincoln Ariana. 1-1 ball game here, top three. Pepperdine and BYU, left-handed hitting Lincoln Ariana. High and away from Roby for ball one. Three lefty bats against the right-handed throwing Bryce Robison. Breaking ball in for strike one. Count even at one and one, two gone and one on. Ryan Johnson at third. Lincoln Ariana is three for four in the series with four RBI. That's up top and away, and two balls and a strike to Ariana. And Ariana had not been hitting or driving in runs over the last nine games before this series, but he's gotten hot here in Provo. The 2-1 goes to 3-1. and one. Breaking ball low. Ariana, three RBI last night and an RBI single in the first inning tonight. Breaking ball, settles into the heart of the zone to fill the count at three and two. Three and two, two out, one on. In a tie ball game, one all here at Miller Park. Capacity 2,200. And looks like it'll be above capacity tonight. And that'll be a base hit through the right side. It'll score Ryan Johnson from third. It's two out single for Lincoln Ariana. A 3-4 hole grounder to give the Waves a 2-1 lead. Lincoln Ariana had one RBI in his previous nine games before this weekend and now has five RBI between last night and today. So two-out single and second hit of the inning for the Waves. Quentin Landis will ground it foul down the third baseline. Two gone and one on. Ryan Johnson scores for the second time tonight. Johnson has scored both runs, and both runs driven in by Lincoln Ariana. Unexpected production source for the Waves this weekend. Quint Landis, the catcher, in an 0-1 count, now an 0-2 count. Breaking ball called strike at 78 miles per hour. Landis hitting 3-0-3 on the year. That number dips to 282 with runners on, and he's got a runner on first in Lincoln Ariana. Ariana had not had a multi-hit game in a month, and he's got multi-hit games in back-to-back games last night and tonight. The 0-2. That's lifted in the air to center field. Cole Gamble racing back to the track and making the catch to end the inning. So fly out to center for Quint Landis. Pepperdine scores a run on two hits. No errors, one left on. We go bottom three, 2-1 waves on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. You can usually tell early how things are going to go for BYU. The Cougs have a 
Very impressive 17 and 6 record when leading after three. Conversely, 4 and 14 is the Kooks record when trailing after three. And BYU's trailing in the bottom of the third, 2-1. Waves up 2-1. Bobby Christie on the hill. Cole Gamble leads off the BYU third and takes a called strike inside. Looked to be a little tight. And Cole looked for clarification on that point, but called strike it is 0-1 from Christie to Gamble. Cole struck out swinging in the first. That's again inside. This one's called the ball in nearly the same place on the frame. So 1-1 from Christie to Gamble. Looking to extend his five-game reach base streak. And fouls that opposite field. 1-2 the count. Some fans uh, lining the fenceway down University Parkway to my left. Catching some free baseball from that vantage point. Driven to right field by Cole Gamble. Right fielder, good positioning though, barely had to move. Luke Pemberton hauls it in for out number one. Campbell, Cole Gamble's 0 for 2, strikeout and flyout. So Ryan Sapiti grounded out to third base in the first. And now bats here in the third. Ryan is 2 for 5 in the series with an RBI and a base on balls. Has scored runs in seven of his last eight games. 0 for 1 tonight. Base is clear. And one gone in a one-run ball game. Pepperdine 2 and BYU 1. Takes off speed for strike one. Right-handed bat of Sapiti. The right arm of Bobby Christie. Hits the gas and Sapiti swings through that for strike two. Sapiti down 0-2 in the count. BYU needed to sweep and have Gonzaga sweep at Santa Clara to get the Cougs to Vegas and that will not happen. BYU took care of business last night. Blown away for ball one. But Santa Clara rallied from down 4-1 in the ninth to beat the Zags 5-4 last night and end BYU's tournament hopes. Both Gonzaga and Santa Clara heading to Vegas. The 1-2 from Christie to Sapiti. Again low and 2-2 the count. The six tournament teams are set. There's still two games to play for every team in league. Grounder to third. Nice collection there on a short hop. Nice pick at first. Goodman to Ariana and two gone on the 5-3 ground out. First of all, Goodman had to gobble it up, and he did on his knees. And then pops up and fires to Ariana, who makes the nice pick at first. So two good defensive plays on the 5-3 ground out. Sapiti was grinding hard. But Goodman, who did not play last night, Makes a nice defensive play and then throws low, but gets bailed out by his first baseman, Ariana. A nice pick at first, and it's two gone for Cooper Vest. BYU's not been retired 1-2-3 yet, but they will now on a grounder to, f- to second. Fly out, ground out, and ground out as Vest goes out 4-3, and that'll do it for BYU. The Kooks trail after three by a score of 2-1 in the bottom of the third. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. Waves two, Kooks one on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Smith's, we want our fresh produce to meet 